I'm a little under the weather. I've realized that we are now in this era of sickness is kind of a real annoying thing. It always has been, but like now I can easily work from home. Mm. But now when I tell people I'm a work from home because I'm sick, they don't believe you. They think you just want to work from home. Right. But if you go in and you're coughing and sneezing, they're going to be like, what the fuck are you doing here? You can't just be sick anymore. No. And you're supposed to stay home, like if you're contagious, but still do work. Remember when you called out sick, you, you just sick. would do no work. Correct. So now you're sick, but you still had to do your radio show. Right. So we we gained that you can now work from home more easily, yeah. but we've lost the idea of the sick day. Right. And like this morning, for example, I did the morning show. I actually felt okay during the morning show too. Um, and I feel, I feel okay adrenaline. And, and now I had took some day cool and I'm feeling okay right now. But at the end of the show, I'm like, all right, well, we're supposed to have a guest tomorrow. So we're supposed to be in studio. I was like, guys, I want to be there. I, I was like, I was like, I shouldn't show up coffee. Who's the guest? Your good friend, your, your good friend, Idris Elba. Oh, so I, 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 I what is he know, coming in for a movie or something? I think Luther is coming oh, out Luther of the, the movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I love Idris Elba. I haven't, I, I, he came in at some point. And I wasn't there the first time. So I really don't go. want to miss it. You got to go. But here's my question. At what level of sickness, like, do you not go in? Because that would be like, literally, he's like, yo, I'm on a press tour, bro. I can't be around sick fucking people right now. He knew what he was getting into. But like, what, what, what would the line be for you at this point? Me personally? Well, yeah, you, you just go out no matter what. You have to leave the house. You cannot be stopped. <laughs> You're like now, US when man. you're like when you're like coughing and all that is what throws people off. So if you just feel a little off, you can keep your distance, not overdap, not like be too whatever. No, that shit, bro, that shit don't matter to me. You're in a soundproof room, an airtight room. What does it matter? Like the germs are getting across. Like whatever. You think there's, you think there's a ventilation system in the Hot 97 studio? Like oh, some- yeah, dude, state of the art. <laughs> so you're saying if I'm if I'm demonstratively sick, don't go. If I'm if I'm I go. What do you mean, like ethically? Well, it's kind of like both, like or ambition, and, ambition wise, and coming off as a dick to the person. Well, don't like, tell the person you're sick. You got to start going with lying. Now, remember though, I do have an option here. Yeah, we do have a setup where I can be on the Idris interview and be home. Yeah. Like he, I'll be on a screen in the room. I can still talk to him. Yeah, you'll talk to him. You know, I mean, what? I mean, I don't know. Do you still are you still excited about meeting celebs? Well, I like Idris. I've He's never a cool one. I've never seen him at the station. I've He's only a good had one. conversations with him like at random places. So yeah, we could have that DJ talk. 
like you know he he's a dj ebro will jump in and kind of pretend like he's a dj it'll be you know a great conversation um anyway so we'll see where i'm at let me see where i'm at after four hours of radio this afternoon yeah what you should do is go to bed nine o'clock nyquil i got it i got nyquil upon stash nyquil nine o'clock be in bed I'll tell you right now, the day I'm sick, when I pop that NyQuil, I'm great the next day. Really? Great. NyQuil knocks it out every time for me. So NyQuil doesn't just make you feel better. It actually gets you better. I don't know what the difference is. Like, is it fighting (laughs) germs in you or is it literally just like putting you in a bet? You know what I mean? Is it just making you feel better? Like it's covering up the symptoms or is it actually eliminating the symptoms? To me, that's the same thing. Okay, okay. How about this? <laughs> you take NyQuil Monday night. Yeah. Tuesday, you wake up feeling great. You go out. Yeah. yeah. Is it gone Tuesday night or it starts coming back and you just got to take more NyQuil to keep Oh, delayed? I see what you're saying. Um, it, Yeah, if you're really sick, it's just covering. It's just how, okay. Okay, I had this conversation recently. This is what people come to one up for medical. Yeah, talk. No, no, you got wait. You guys wanted to hear about the Chris Rock special. Hold no. on, hold on. We got to talk Nyquil first, baby. A guy, a doctor told me when you take medicines and all that, what's making you sick, what's making you feel sick, is your the your body fighting the germs, mm, not okay. not whatever the sickness is like. Like when you feel sick and and weak, that's your body fighting the the um, colonizers. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, okay. So, so yeah. So Nyquil makes you not feel what your body's doing to get rid of the sickness. <sighs> like symptoms are like your body's reaction. Symptoms are the body's reaction. Yeah. So like if you got like mucus coming out of your nose, that's your body going, get this shit out of here. Get it out. And what about here's another question for you while we're being doctors. Yeah. At the end, at the end of a um being sick situation, and when you start sweating, are you really like sweating out the toxins? Is that a real thing? That I, I didn't ask. I didn't ask. Come on, man. I didn't ask my friends sister's husband that you should have yeah i'm sorry because my friend's sister works for the um i guess the health department of new york city or something like that one of those one of those things you're a really you're a really class guy and then her and then her husband was like a a, some kind of scientist scientist yeah Sizes. Anyway, speaking of science. Wait, there's another update here. Why is there saying there's another What's update? What's going on now? What happened? Spark okay? email by. No, I don't know what this oh, is. Oh, Quali just sent me something. What do you say? Liberation 2 by me and Madlib just dropped exclusively on Lumin- on Luminary. It features Mac Miller, West Side Gun, Rock Marcy, Sh- Suan Kuti, Q-Tip, and my son and my daughter. Wow. Here is a VIP link for you to enjoy the album. That password is blank. Oh, thank you, Quali. Oh, by the way, if he doesn't send one to me and he sends one to you, he's a real schmidt. Thank you, Quali. I'm actually recording Juan Epp right now, and I just shouted it out. 
do me a favor. Please send a link to Peter Rosenberg so I don't have to hear his fucking mouth. No, by the way, don't do me a favor. Don't do you a favor. Do yourself. You should have said do yourself a favor. It's hard enough for motherfuckers to find these albums on Luminary, for God's sake. Give me some. Hey, damn- so, so a black man. A black man, a black, black men take the take the the um, recording industry uh, in a in a in a twizzy in a tizzy and and in order for you not to just get jerked around left and right take the control under your own fucking i like it your, you know have a control of your own masters and now like you're it. just saying it's annoying well i thought you, you an advocate for these artists fighting for their rights that's what i thought can't both be true like it's, <laughs> it's an awesome thing but like i don't have luminary and it's a lot to want to like it's a lot to get something a new thing <laughs> a new stream thing you know how many stream things i have yeah unless it's the new thing you hated tiktok and now you're all over the tiktok but tiktok's free you're all over the tiktok doing your fucking little voiceovers and shit well yeah you know what i will say this you know why i like tiktok because it's giving me that that was validation hits i need Ooh. because i'm new so yeah. because I'm new, like the channel's actually growing. So you can like actually watch it grow as opposed yeah. to my Instagram where literally I cannot gain a follower. Wait till that TikTok stops. Yeah, everyone says it stops bad, right? Oh, bad. No, no. Now give me an example real quick of like where you were at before the stop and then when it stopped. I went from zero to 40,000 like fast. Like I was like, oh, How this fast? shit is growing. I've been working hard to get to 7,000. I went from zero to 40,000 in like a, I don't know, maybe two months, three months. Wow. Maybe not even. And it, cause when I put, was putting comedy up every day, it went fast and now it got to like 42 and then it just slowed down and now I'm at 48 and just dead. What do you dead mean? In the dead, water. You post a video and it just not getting views. Yeah. My views went from like tens of thousands to hundreds not hundreds. Hundreds. None of my shit pops off on TikTok anymore. None of it. And I just keep posting because trying to stay consistent. I follow you, Saif. The last one I got, the last big one was 1,300. 4,000 I got one. Oh, the one about 4,000 is all is about you, kind of. I had a, oh, and a, this one popped off 11,000 out of nowhere. That's the thing, because if you don't constantly look, one might pop off and you don't even realize it. Where's the 4,000? 4,000 is um, Cuban, Cuban Cuban love is real. That's about me? The, the part about the pigeons getting their heads cut off. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, no, Sife, these numbers are trash. Like, consider oh, how people- He said, send your correct email. What? Do I know your email? Yeah, your email, right? I know your email. Yeah. Or should I just text? I'll text. Tell him to text. He has my number, too. He said send the correct one. I'm just going to do it. You know what? Thanks. Just well, that is interesting, even... though, to see all these videos you have with 400. Oh, are you trying to play have you ever Have you ever considered people don't like your face? Like, they don't like your face. Every day of my life. I would love to get a white, a, a white face. Excuse me? A white face. Why? You think, oh, you think that's why they don't like your face? It's too dark? Yeah. 
Have you considered that maybe it's too? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to make you feel bad, but have you looked at the clip that I sent of us talking to Daylot 83C? No. Best you've ever looked. Oh, thanks. You look like a child. It's so yeah. crazy. You, it's you're you're a. Well, I'm having issues. We all, we all have issues. Don't you worry about that. Um, speaking, we all of have which, issues. Speaking of which, did you during your your big travel weekend? You were back and forth across the country in a day. Then I'm sure you had gigs when you got back, right? Right away. Immediately. Did you get a chance to watch the Chris Rock? I did. I watched. Um, jump off. I watched about. 80% of it, and then I also saw the end. So I'm missing like a little bit, the third, the, the last third, but then I saw the last joke, obviously. When when I tell you nobody likes my take, my my what my thoughts were, I mean. You were live tweeting? I mean, no. Well, first of all, I, I live tweeted a little bit because Natalie was sick and asleep. So I was just uh, sitting there, and so I did live tweet a little bit. Okay. But then at the end, I watched. Wait, how does live tweeting work? So you're on your, you got your phone in your hand. You're watching something. Yeah. You hear something that you react to. Yeah. And you write about it. But when you start writing about it, are you missing what's being said while you're writing? In that, in that like 10 seconds? Yeah, probably. Mm. I mean, that's probably you type fast. I'm pretty fast, but it is I stupid. I, I don't get me wrong. It's stupid, but I rewatched it again the next morning because my sister-in-law uh, was watching it. So I heard the whole thing again. And then I formulated my thoughts more. And said a couple things, and and when I tell you, nobody likes me, uh-huh. <laughs> it agrees with me. Why am I? Why am I? In, this is my fault. No. That I'm in a in a business relationship with you. Yeah, I, I can't, can't get off the ground. I can't help you. I can only hurt you. What Don't did you, you say? Me? What did you say? What was your opinions on this thing that has nothing to do with you? Well, no, no, but that's what. It, listen, I mean, it has as much to do with me as Meghan Markle has to do with Chris Rock. You know what I'm saying? He's a comedian. I do a radio show. This is all just me working out my material for today. Okay. Um, listen, he has the man has every right to do what he wants to do. I thought the special, the middle bulk of the special, I thought was fucking great. Like he got into his bag when he was in the Kardashian area. I was like, this is, it was prime Chris Rock. I fucking loved it. When he got to the Will Smith part at the end, and I didn't verbalize it like this yesterday, but I've been thinking about it more. It's almost like he felt like he had to go hard. Like this was the only option. He didn't seem like, did he seem happy to you when the special ended? He seemed like he really released something, but it was, it didn't feel good to me to watch. Mm. Like, you know, when you see someone get into a fight and they're about to cry. Yeah. That's how I felt watching it. Like I could see the pain the, uh, right from what, there. From what I heard of people who were there, it was a very emotional moment. Now, here's what I th- the show well, or the Oscars. The show or the Oscars. The show. Okay. In the show this weekend. Like, um, here's what I here's the one thing I don't even. Here's something weird I noticed about Chris Rock, and it has nothing, nothing bad. It's just as a comedian, I notice. It's like, it's what's weird to me. This is just my opinion. Wait, who? Me. Oh, you. He works out a lot of his material in the cellar, but then, which is mostly white crowds. Then when he does his specials, it's like extra black. 
So there's like a difference kind of in, I guess, the reaction of the audience. From what I've seen, a lot of these jokes already for the last year being worked out. The Will ones too? I didn't see the Will one, no. Right. The Will ones. I, I think, think I think he purposely started. wasn't doing those. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So it's like, so apparently in the room, it felt like some shit was going down. And like, you can't hear it as well in, in, on Netflix, but in the room, the crowd was going crazy. Crazy loving it or just yeah. a shock or a comedy? Loving it. Like supporting him. Supporting Rock. So it brought up a, a different emotion than when he practices it at the comedy cellar. This is told to me by John Laster, who's one of the biggest comedian, one of the biggest, he's one of the hosts of the comedy cellar. He always sees rock and he went down there. Wow. And he said him and Jeff Ross were standing next to each other. And when he was doing that joke, it was like, Oh, he's going through it right now. Oh, they, they, they had that same impression. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's how I, I I did feel like he was going through it. And I'm not, honestly, I'm not, that's the thing. People got really mad at me. I'm not talking shit about Chris. He has every right to do what he's going to do. All all I was saying was it didn't, I'm so dumb and so far off from what the thinking actually was. I thought there was a chance that Will Smith would show up at the special. That's like the WWE in me. I was like, they're going to, he's going to work it out. He's going to start talking shit. And there's going to be like this uplifting moment. I was not correct in that regard at all. And everyone, people thought I was crazy. For, I mean, not online, people like, what? People just acted like, I don't know. It, it, don't get me wrong. The slap was terrible. It was, it was a really shitty thing to do. I guess, you know me, I end up flip-flopping because I see how the emotional tide goes. And at first I felt really bad for Chris. And I loved how Chris handled himself. And I think the public generally really rallied to Chris. I mean, I know in your world, Sife, you know, comedy comedians fucking all rallied to Chris. All, yeah. I mean, I would say I would imagine in comedy circles at this moment, Will Smith is still persona non grata practically. Like it really seemed like people took to Chris's back. But after a while, I started to feel bad for Will. Like I was like, this can't be that he was like, he's just a terrible guy who was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to slap the shit out of this motherfucker. Yeah, but still. No matter what, there's no way to go. There's no way to side with Will on this. Well, no, no, no. Side would be far. What about to have grace or empathy for? Well, yeah, I have empathy for everybody. Yeah, I get that. Like people, people, I was just saying it went, it was pretty far. Like, like I could just tell Chris was desperate to have that moment where he could just say, bitch, called you a bitch, a bitch, a bitch. He wanted to have that bitch moment really bad. You know what I mean? He needed to get that off. I just, I don't know. I thought it was an opportunity to do something cool. The whole concept of don't fight in front of white people. First of all, I think it's a completely flawed concept. I don't know why people are embarrassed in front of white people. White people act like fools in front of everybody and think no, nothing of it. But you're saying very white stuff right now. I don't know. That's not white stuff. What you're saying right now is very, is a white man's reaction to that statement. No, that, that I believe that whole phrasing is stupid and it's, it's should be. Yeah. It makes no sense anymore. It doesn't make sense to a white person. Don't act out in front of white people. Do you realize the connotations that exist with that? Why? Who gives yeah. a fuck? A I lot mean, of people, it. a lot of people give a fuck. I know. I mean, I get it. It just seems like, I don't know. I, I obviously I've, I, I've heard the term a million. I've heard the phrasing a gazillion times and I get it, but then, okay, fine. Let's suppose that is a real way of thinking. 
What you're doing on the show is completely counter to that. You just destroyed the man in front of the whole world with a year to think about it. It wasn't spontaneous. He built up for a year and his moment was kind of a tantrum. That's it was it kind of amounted to like a nine minute. I'm going to call you lots of nasty names. Some of it was funny, but it wasn't like the highlight of the show to me at all. I thought it was like eh. maybe not the highlight of the show, but it had to be done. Had to be done. But let me ask you, let me ask you a tough question, though. Do you think that Chris would have received backlash had he tried, had he not gone that way about it? Had he been like, I know all of you think I'm going to do blank, but I'm going to do blank and did not go so hard. Do you think there would have been negative repercussions to that? And furthermore, more importantly, I just wonder how he would personally feel afterwards versus the way he did it. About what? About doing that? Yeah. Like I didn't think he seemed like he felt that great about it. I don't know what you're reading. I don't know if you're right. You're trying to read body language or facial expressions or whatever. Like I don't get into reading people like that. Like, you know, he, right. he were you felt- entertained or not nah, is the question. Entertained. Ultimately. Well, no, that's, isn't that what everyone's trying to go for? Yes. In, in theory, funny, but this one, I think everyone would agree is it had more than funny to it. It was about having that, having the right to respond. The, the ending. Yes. The will part, just the will part. Yeah. You know, like the Kardashian part was just straight up funny. Him calling Chris Jenner the Statue of Liberty was, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> but you know what, though? Uh, Chris is the example I'm using because we all watched it for a much broader conversation. I honestly don't care one way or the other. Will will be okay. Chris will be okay. I think all will be okay. Um, by the way, I do not subscribe to that. I was fighting with Cass one today. This whole idea that the reason Chris had to strike back is because his entire legacy is going to be attached to this slap. I think people are being very, very much prisoners of the moment. Chris Rock has been literally a top three comic site for what, 20 some years? More. Like he's, he's basically a god. He's a completely goaded. Early 90s. Like I don't think that every, I don't think in 20 years we're just going to be talking about the Will Smith slap at all. Uh, Yeah, they will. Always, forever. But how high on the list of things you think about Chris Rock? Right at the top? Yeah, top if three. Well, if you're someone who doesn't know anything about him. There's a lot. That's a lot of people. If you see Chris Rock anywhere, out in public, at a restaurant, you're thinking of that slap. We had a caller. It was pretty funny today. He was like, he was like, most people like liked it and, and disagree with me. But one guy called up. He's like, nah, bro. He slapped you a year ago and you didn't do anything about it. You didn't do anything. It's over, La. You can't come back and pick the fight a year later. Like, you fucked no. up. That's, well. you t- Like, hold the L. Like you you should have done it right then. Like, I, okay, I'll tell you that, like, like, Chappelle, something happens to Chappelle and he'll put something out immediately which I like about Dave, how he'll do that. Like one way or another, whether it be an SNL monologue or those little YouTube things that he taped, those little 15 minute things about the Chappelle show, not being on Netflix and stuff like that. I think Chris could have responded by itself much quicker instead of attaching it to a special. Cause you're going to get the special regardless. We're going to watch it regardless. 
I, 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 I could see that point, that person's point of view where he could have responded to this way earlier. Well, the, the, the point that we then likened it to on the show would be like, yo, if there's a fight at the barbershop, if you show up the next day at the barbershop to fight, cool. If you show up a year later, everyone's like, my man is over. What are you talking like? It's just that's you didn't respond. You 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 didn't. And I think Chris, he Chris played that line. No, but he's like, been he's he's been doing that joke for a while on the road. Which one? I thought he I thought he wasn't doing the will stuff. Not the seller. He did. He was doing it on tour with Dave. Because my I know my brother-in-law, I think, saw him in Atlantic City and said he didn't do the will stuff. But that might have been a while ago. Maybe he's picked up. Maybe he started adding that recently maybe he did maybe he wasn't doing it i don't dave told me what it was well listen, i'm gonna tell you the truth and this is not a knock to chris this is just my human evaluation and i'm sorry you can disagree agree whatever you like he is tight that he did not react he can say i didn't react because i was raised right he's killing himself and he's angry Lil rel did it real do you ever watch the Lil rel bit about it yeah like, how how did you not even square up? He was like, if one of my kids comes up to me and I'm not expecting yeah. it, I square up. Yeah. Like, I really do think that part ate at him. And yeah. I think he was listening. He was allowing. Here's another thing about Chris. Let's be real. I don't know Chris well, but he Chris goes out. Chris likes to go out. I've seen him at clubs. I've seen him at events. He, he's a, he likes to be out. He likes to be cool. He likes to be loved. And I think he's kind of hearing the chatter of the, 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 the cafeteria table people being like, nah, you can't get slapped. You need to fuck him yeah, up. 100%. He, he wasn't hearing what I was hearing, which was like from people who are not at the cafeteria table yelling, fuck him up and being like, yo, man, Chris Rock, bro. He handled that like a fucking like a pro. He handled that like a fucking he, he was hearing that, too, but it don't hit you the same. It's, it's, it's same. different. It's different, like Taco Bell. It hits That's different. Right. It hits di- no, you're right. It hits. The other one hits different. Now, you better slap him back. And and also he hangs out with a lot of comics where comics will see the worst shit ever. Right. All constantly thinking, ah, something happened. It's funny to us. It's funny to you. I only see Chris, you know, every uh, once a quarter. So I make a joke about it. But everybody who Chris Rock sees, sees him once a quarter. And that's happening every day. You know what I mean? And. Man, you people, when I say you people, I mean, you know, Puerto Ricans. Yeah. Um, no, comedians in general, though, you're right. The kind of wild shit they were probably joking about Will to, to Chris over the last year. Like the, sh- the jokes he said that never made it to the stage. Right. Are on probably such a different level that he didn't think of this as even being that intense but also you every time a comedian makes a joke about you better not come on stage comedians are getting slapped nowadays i'll kick you in the chat like i've done it like yo don't will smith me like you're saying will smith's name but you're really talking bad about chris rock so well not talking bad but you're referencing oh the worst moment of his career probably yeah or the most embarrassing moment of his career you had moments where you're like damn i wish i would have did this i wish i would have did that i wish i would have like yeah, I mean, I don't know what he wishes he would have done, except maybe been like, you're too shocked to be able to roast him properly. So that's the thing Lil Rel jokes about, that Will Smith does it, and he's like, what was the line he says? Chris's response is like, wow. I just got I just got slapped by Will Smith. Yeah. And in his mind, like, I actually thought that was pretty cool at the time. 
I was like, wait, if this is real, he just handled that like a G. In his mind, he probably wishes he was able to immediately get something off that hit and was cutting right then. I mean, he he held his composure at the Oscars. Also, another thing that people always forget about is that he was presenting an award to Questlove, who's one of his besties. So he didn't want to ruin that moment. You know what I mean? Right. But he should have like, like what would Ricky Gervais have done? Like Ricky Gervais says, wild shit. You know what I mean? And he got and it's okay. That English accent. I think he, he honestly, here's what I think Gervais would have done. I feel, I feel qualified to speak on this. I think he would have been like, what the, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and he would have paused and waited. Yeah. He would have actually processed it right then. He would have been like, right. I did. Did that just, and he would have taken, but like, that's hard, man. I I don't know. I might've fucking teared up. I'm like, did I just get slapped? <laughs> like people don't like getting hit in the face. It's a fact. Especially it's not- black people in front of white people. <sighs> see, that's how they are. See, see, oh, 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 that's what white people say. See, that's how they are. Tell you what though. I do think Chris Rock and race is a whole other weird conversation. To your point, Chris has a really big white audience. And he has a really big black audience too. Really big, both. Like he may be, is he he the most, him and Chappelle, they're like the two most diverse black comedians, audience ones, no? It's crazy because like, yeah, and then like, I don't know, maybe I'm too close to the situation because yeah, I always see Rock hanging with a lot of white comics, but then he does, he's like almost like two different he almost has like the black comedy side and the white comedy side. And it's kind of like not merged almost. It's weird. It is really, you know what? It's really true. Cause he's super black. His, his points of view are black. His comedy is black, but it's, but it works in, in the white world. Well, he got into hardcore nerdy, like the real comedy world really young. It's been his whole life. Yeah. So like, He's palling around with Seinfeld and Louis C.K. Like that. He's uh, like a lot. No, a lot. And, and then and then but then his, his specials bigger and blacker. Right. But it's like who? But I don't know. But Seinfeld was there. Like, that's what I'm saying. This is always weird. And then I mean, listen, let's just be honest about it. My man uses a lot of N word. A lot relative to very mainstream comics. You're Kevin Hart ain't giving you that many N words during the course of a, a stand up special. And Kevin Hart's a different corporate machine, though. Yeah, totally. That's Kevin right. Hart Kev, is Kevin may not even curse anymore at all. Kevin is always like, I don't want to say walking on eggshells, but very cognizant of his relationships and networking and all that shit. Like, well, especially after the whole the whole gay thing. What's the gay thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The old gay jokes that got him. I'm sure. So, but here's the one thing that Chris, the the one weird thing, the weirdest race part with Chris to me was was always his bit about N-words and black people. I hated, I hated that bit because how many white people came up to me and said it was funny? And I was like. But it is funny. I know, but white people, white people saying it's funny is like almost, it's almost racist by nature. No. If a no. white person came up to you, just hear me yeah. out. White person comes up to you. Yeah. They, they've Love never. White girl? White girl? <laughs> well, no, then they do no wrong. <laughs> a white guy who sounds like these. Uh-huh. And he goes, 
You never seen a comedy special. He goes, man, I got to tell you the funniest thing you ever noticed. Well, that, that's there is between black people and N words. Wait, say, quoting Chris Rock thinking no. it was funny or coming up with the concept on their own. If he came up with the concept. That yeah, that, you're 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 that's there's it's not you can't even compare. Wait, the two. Are you telling me you wouldn't if, if you were hanging out with real? You're, okay, you love white girls, having sex with them, spending time with them, all of these things. Counting their counting their titty freckles. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, sure. So you're doing that, and the Chris Rock. Oh, old Chris Rock is on. Which one's that from? What's the first one called? Bring the pain. Bring the pain. You go, oh man, Chris Rock's on. Let's watch it. And and she's white. And her friends are white. You haven't gotten any. They're like, oh my God, do you who's little Kim? They're white. Okay. I don't know okay. even know why like, you're hanging out with them. I like what you're you saying. They're hot though. And you want yeah. to hang out. Yeah. Nothing black about them. Right. Chris gets to that joke about the difference between black people and N-words. And they start laughing as hard as they can. You're not like this. <laughs> in, that, in that scenario, yes. So that's why I always t- took some umbrage with the joke. I was like, ah, felt like it should have. I don't know. White people loved it. Yo, white people thought it was the funniest thing because it gave them the right to think what they think. They were like, oh, yes, I've always known there was a difference. You're not like my friend <laughs> Kevin from the office. He's a good one. You know, that's what I feel like it tapped into with racists. Like, I don't know. Anyways, it was, uh, I'll tell you this though, are the numbers out yet on how many people streamed it? Cause that shit felt like everyone on earth was watching it. I know. I know. I don't know. I, I didn't see, but I was, uh, and let me ask you a question. Yeah. Why cypher sounds was it in Baltimore? I, that I don't know. I'm going to just assume that he wanted to do it in a black city. Not specifically because it's where Jada's from. I didn't know that's where she's from. And if it is that, if that is the case, bravo. <laughs> Two motherfucking Jay. <laughs> bravo. Um, but yeah, I'm curious to see those numbers because it's likely a game changing kind of number that we're going to be like, what the shit? Saif, did you stream any, uh, any Dela over the weekend? No. Got to tell see, you. I was more excited about it. I th- I thought the hype. I have was- all De La albums on MP3s in my phone. That's why I'm very excited for what this means. But me personally, I've been on De La. Oh, you you had already ripped it years yeah, ago. You know, he you- always had De La on my phone. Always. You're talking years ago. Matter of fact, when I used to hang out with Che, I put all De La catalog on three of different of three different phones of Che. Wow, you're a good man. But I did. I do feel I do this week. I did miss that Daylight shit, and I did miss the Chris Rock shit, which I feel like this week was like a bit of a a loss for me. The let me tell. You, so can I tell you the Daylight story? Yeah. Here's the here's the punch line. I didn't go. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this you one were out of town. Me. No. You were in New York City. Correct. Okay. Okay. That's why this one bothers me, and I'm upset okay. about it. Okay. Not oh hell and say and, and say your your lady didn't want you to go. And probably your lady didn't want you to go. No, no. She suggested I did go. Okay, okay. okay. She also said, she don't even worry about me. You, I don't need to go. So I had every reason I could go, mm-hmm. except that it was a Thursday night. Yeah. And I hadn't communicated. I had sent one text to Pasta News earlier in the week. Obviously, there's a lot, like Monday. 
something like that. Like, Hey, what's up with this event? But I didn't even know what it was really. Right. Yeah. Didn't hear back from him. My brain wasn't telling me anyone to connect with, to like make it work. Yeah. And I was just like, to be honest, had a little bit of social anxiety about the prospect of like showing up there and trying to get in. It just seemed like one of the ultimate nightmare door events. And Laura Laura didn't want to go. So I'm like, I know you're, if you were here, I definitely would have asked you. Yeah, we would have definitely went if I was here. Like, you're not here. Like, you and I together, I'd feel comfortable. Yeah. We're rolling up there. To, uh, listen, this is my own foolish pride, but I was like, I don't, I'm going to stand outside. I'm going to be like, I don't want to bother like the people who matter. Now, in reality, what would have happened? I would have bumped into someone super important that we know at the door. I would have walked in with them. It would have been fine. Yeah. But my I, in, in that situation, my brain goes, I'm going to walk in with Dave. Oh, yeah. And Dave so, was there. Right. So I have to. So. I, I, there's like not even an issue. Like I'm gonna walk in with Dave. I'm gonna meet Dave at his hotel, ride with him over, and walk in with him. That's how I would have did it. And then I would have, or said, go um, super okay. early, which is another thing I do. Go super early. How? God, that it was an early show too. They started at eight, I think. You would have to get there like seven, six thirty. I'd get there like six, six thirty. Yeah, just chill with a friend. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know. It's crazy. I know. I just don't. I can't do that door shit. I can't do the door shit, man. So I go early, or I go in with somebody big. And I, and I need I need you to understand this. I know it sounds like stupid, or maybe it doesn't. Maybe people think it sounds normal, but it's very awkward because when you get stopped at a door that's a really hip hop event that's like in yeah. our brand, it's like part yeah. of us. All the other people outside know you. It's not like waiting outside for a fancy restaurant in right. Athens, Greece. Where right. no, who gives a shit that you're standing outside? Yeah. Literally, I can stupid, feel, yeah. and it's maybe my ego, but I can feel the eyeballs of people going, yeah, Peter Rosenberg's really standing outside? Yeah. Wow, you're stuck like us. Fucking loser. It's, and yeah, I don't want to complain. It's, yeah. it's true, Goy. Like, I don't want to be the one bothering people because I shouldn't be outside. Yeah, it's annoying. So I just said, fuck it. And then I just literally, my Instagram is still showing me videos from it. Yeah. Still. But it's, I, it, I mean, we're ma- don't make it about us. No, it, looked, it was amazing. It looked amazing. It looked amazing. Beautiful. Everyone was there, man. They should have did it in a bigger spot, I think. I know. Right? That, actually, you know what? That would have made it probably. A lot easier. A lot easier. I mean, everybody had to be there, bro. Like. It's, think of every person that he shouted out in, like I saw Pasta News saying thank you to everyone that came. And it's all the names of, you know, the celebs. And I'm like, they all came with five, six people. Right. Just that, just that list of shout outs. Oh, I hate that we missed it. I'm sad about it. But you know what I remember then? I, I remembered, I, I pushed myself and I went, I'm bummed that I missed it. And I feel, end up feeling like guilty. But I also have to remember, like, we've also had experiences. We've had so many ill experiences with Dela. Like, you don't need to beat yourself up over everyone. Do you see the video I posted? Yeah. Us standing literally on stage with Premiere watching them perform. Yeah. You remember that yeah. show at Best Buy? Yeah. Yep. Oh, they fucking. That's the first time I heard that Doom song. Because they played oh, that MF. Do the Doom. Yeah. And I was like, Doom. what's this? This shit is fire. And you're like, oh, you're a fucking idiot. That's MF Doom. Yeah, that's. Rock cocaine flow. Yeah. That's the, yeah. Fun. I remember the first time I heard it when that shit dropped and every crowd went crazy. I was like, what's this? Yo, so it would be really good timing if like right now you could find the De La original one app. I found it. I told you. You think you, oh, you did, but it's not, it's not. It wasn't finalizing the CD burner. 
So, so can we try to find the CD burner to finalize it? We need the one that was at hot. But it's probably, it's probably there. I asked you if it was there. Is it still in the room in the production room? Hold on. Is it was the Denon, right? I don't remember. Hold on. Just one of those CD burners. Who are you calling? I'm going to call Benz, our, the engineer. Who is, a, by the way, great to call on the podcast because his voice is so engineering. Like he, he's literally the central cast. Oh, you know, um, Steve Pepe works at my job. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Bro, there's literally three engineers in New York, and I know all of them. It's such a small world. All right, let's see. Hello. Hold on. Hello. What did I hear? Oh, I hear him. You do? Hey. Yeah. Andrew. Hey. Hi. Hey, Benz. What's up? It's uh, Peter Rosenberg and Cipher Sounds. Oh, hey, Cipher. What's going on? <sighs> Not much. What's up, guys? I have a question for you. Okay. Have we replaced the CD burner in Juanito's studio? Like ever, or could would that be the same CD burner? A, a is it there at all? And B is it the same one that's been there for like ten years? Uh, if it's there at all, it's the same one, but it's probably not there because it probably broke and we took it out. And if you if it broke and you took it out, do you think you got rid of it, or do you think it's like in that back room somewhere? Uh, it probably it's probably in the back room somewhere, but broken. And so here's the deal. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, what do you want? <laughs> so there was a De La Soul interview that we recorded many moons ago. Years, years ago. ago. Years ago. Years ago. And I found the okay. CD, but it doesn't play. And we're thinking maybe it wasn't finalized in the CD burner. Oh. <laughs> it's, a, it's an interesting one, right? That's, I mean, yeah, I, I would say there's a 0% chance that any of this works. But Zero. what about all we need? We really just need the model, and then we could find another one that uh, does work and burn it. It was it was a Denon. Told you, Sife. Pretty sure that they're, they're all Denon. Uh, did you just try putting it into a computer? Yes. That you put it in a computer. Okay. Yeah, it didn't play. You know, so it, even if it's not finalized, it should work in a computer. Really. Yeah. Really, you think so? Yeah. I thought finalizing it had made it made put the bow on it. <laughs> put the bow. Yeah, yeah, but but it, it but it but it doesn't need a bow on it for a computer to, to work. Oh, maybe. All right, I'll 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 try that again. Maybe I maybe I didn't do it. Try it with know. a Windows PC. Try it with a all kinds of things. You know. See, well, I don't have do well, I don't have a PC. I'm a yeah. Mac guy. I mean, give it to Peter. Did you have to, give it to Peter? Did you have to me? I'll br- I'll bring it in. Let's let's fuck around. With yeah, let, let me try that. I don't want to let it out of my possession, but I can't go to Hot ninety seven. Yeah, right, we'll can. figure Why it out. You, you just come in one morning yeah, before who, you work. Who cares? <laughs> well, I'm not, I work at the competition now. Yeah, he works at the block. He's oh, down- that's right. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, it's beef now. <laughs> we got beef with the block. Wait here, Steve. Give it to Steve Pepe because he works at the block. Oh, he'll give it to me. <laughs> you could you could ask Pepe though. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. 100% don't do that. He'll break it. Oh, okay, do not do that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, Ben. Thank you, dude. Thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. Later.
See you later. The great internet. Right. Maybe maybe it'll work in the computer. I'll check. But but what do you think you tried on last time? A CD player? No. Uh, um. You I would have put it. I would have put it in the computer. What, I don't what, have a CD hey, player. When was the last time you had a computer? Even had a fucking CD player. I still have one. The one in there I have, and the one I have here has the the one you just attached, the super drive. So you think you put it in that? Yeah. Where do you have it in your house right now? The the CD, the daylight, yeah, yeah, it's buried though. I'd have to find it. Can you can you do it? Not now, but like maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soon. It's. What do you mean soon? Like when I get back from Abu Dhabi, sure. Yeah, like can you like post Abu Dhabi? Yes. You could do it then. Yeah. Oh, by the way, while you're in Abu Dhabi, you might run into my friend. Who? I'm just kidding. I don't know anyone going to Abu Dhabi this week except oh, you. Oh yeah, no, I'm just. I will, I'm not doing. I'm not even. I don't even want to go. Wait, why are you going? Can you just let's? Can you tell I'm us? Doing this? shows with Mo Ammer. I, I love Mo Ammer. He's a great but, guy. It's not. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Talk. Talk it through. He's going early. <laughs> he's going earlier. Okay. He's got his lady. And it's her birthday, so they want to do like a dinner on the day I land. So am I going to even be able to go? So like. I'm going by myself, essentially. Okay. I don't like this traveling by myself shit, man. What? And it's like, I've figured it out domestically. Or if I'm going somewhere I know, like if I got to fly oh, yeah, by yeah. myself to London, got it. I know, bro, I'll go to London. I'll jump on the train, take the train into this into central. Like, I got it. But Abu Dhabi. Bro, I don't even know if they speak English. I don't know if my phone's going to work. I, I, I'm at, and then Mo don't answer no fucking questions. Yo, what do I say at customs? Do I need a visa? Am I saying I'm working or I'm a tourist? And he's like, ah, it don't matter. That's incorrect. It it definitely matters on some level. It doesn't matter. And then I'm like, all right, well, is there a car for me? He goes, ah, call, call the travel agent. Tell her to set up a car. So I email the travel agent and she's like, and this is a new, this is a new thing, him having a travel agent. So he's saying to me, Nah, if there's because anytime there's a problem, I have to call him. Be like, yo, there's a problem with this flight or the ticket or something. So he's not now. He's like getting out of it. He's like, oh, they book everything. Just call them. They have an emergency number. So I call. I go, hey, Mo told me to tell you to set up a car for me. She goes, we don't deal with that part of the world. Oh boy. Okay. So do they have Ubers in Abu Dhabi? I mean, that sounds really crazy considering she's doing work for Mo Hammer. That part of the world is his part of the world. I, I, bro. So Wait, why are you going? You're on a couple shows. Yeah. Two big shows, like arena shows. Uh, first of all, first of all, I was supposed to go for like three weeks. Cause he's also shooting a TV show out there, which is like a, like a Bill Maher kind of show, like a political debate show, but with comedic aspects to it. That's on and, for UAE. I don't know where it is. I don't know. It's out there somewhere. Yeah. And um, I was supposed to do that. And there was a lot of drama with it. And producers were like, we don't know if he can handle it. The Royal family is going to be there. We saw him in DC and he's a little, uh, you know what I mean, what's her dirty or whatever. Oh yeah. So like, cause, cause Mo's manager's like, can you do a clean set? I go, Sigh. I'm like, I could take the curse words out. But it's still filthy content. Right. You know what I mean? Like, okay, instead of saying airdropping dick pics, I can say airdropping penis pics. Like, what? Like, is it what's clean out there? I don't know. Probably not penis pics. If I was to guess, probably not penis pics. So, 
anyway, so whatever. So I had to, and then it didn't work out because I got to do something for A&E. So it didn't work out. But it, then Mo, so then I'm just like thinking I'm out of it. And then Mo's like, no, nah, you still got to do the shows. And he's like, you got to come to the Middle East. And I'm like, yeah, the original plan was me fly to Houston. We all fly together. I'm with you. So everything, everything being handled for you, I'm also involved, right? Much easier. Much easier. So then, and then Dave too, Dave is like, you know, Dave's manager is like, if I don't travel with them, like everything's set up. Like there's a guy with a sign waiting for me. You know what I mean? Like, unless it's like Denver, I just Uber or whatever. But usually it's like set up. But Mo is like, he don't pay attention to none of that part. Well, he's new to this level of rich handling things, isn't no, he? Not a, he's been around it for forever. What do you mean? How forever? Like with Dave. Oh, true. And other people too. And just like, he just doesn't think about shit like this. He doesn't care. And like, he'd like, he's the type, this is what I hate about, this is what I hate about DJing with comedians. It's like, they don't, it doesn't hit their brain that the moment you add equipment and DJing, I got to go mad early. I got a sound check. So sometimes he's like, well, fly with me and then we'll, we'll get there. I'm like, bro, we land after the sound check. Like, I have to set this stuff up. It's not just he thinks he just walks in and it's all good. Like, I have to set this up. And the and by the way, you could, in theory, do that. But that re, re, you that requires someone communicating with the venue on what needs to be the setup when you get there. Like, and it's been but I'm bringing the equipment. It's not like they oh, rent right. the equipment. I'm bringing. Right. Right. So then that's what I mean, then. Then, like, it would have to be set up on the other end where they get the equipment that you use. Yes, that is. Uh, uh, more of a cost right so you're then, DJing too yeah I'm yeah mostly DJ but then also that's oh, another you're thing like, the shows at the arenas yeah not mostly I'm doing my half and half but he's like I was like bro listen I try to give him my out I'm like hey I understand this is expensive and I'm not doing the TV stuff if you want me to not go he's like nah you gotta go he's like it's like um you come to all these rinky dink clubs with me, but we're not gonna, you're not gonna come to the arena. I say, and I'm, I under- used, I'm used to it. That's a little Kim. I, <laughs> I understand the philosophy, but listen, if you're doing the fucking the Barclays, yeah, I'll I'll be there, bro. Cause I can, you know what I mean? So what you wanted to do, but you're too much of a I say this with all due respect. Yeah. Bitch. It was to say, hey man. I truly appreciate that you want me to be there. I do. It's awesome. Yo, man, I, I'm, I'd really be better off staying off. I don't. No, I, no, no, no. I want to do it. You, but you don't. I just want to do, do it right. Oh, it's hard. It's hard. Also, I mean, your life's, it's happening right when your life's gotten to its. That's another thing. Pinnacle of crazy. Yeah. And, and you know what sucks about it? You're at the pinnacle of crazy yet. I mean, right now, but you're, you're just getting into figuring out with the new job, how you handle travel, them being comfortable with the show being handled. Like, it's not like you're two years in where that's nothing like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah bro, listen, I send in real late Sunday nights at 11 o'clock. Like no one's worried about it. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's all exactly. Time. Like, but in this case, you need to make everyone still feel comfortable. Yeah. Still you go, when, you, when you were gone last week, did you, did you tune in on the app? the odyssey app and listen yeah yeah yeah. it sounds sounds great yeah i drove i drove in the city while i was djing on saturday it sounded fire oh great 
By the way, I, I texted Mr. C the other day. I was like, I was like, what's up with the weird radio edits on this station? And she was like, she was like, what are you talking about? I don't know if you've noticed this, not in the mix. Cause obviously in the mix, you guys play your own copies of stuff. Yeah. But when you guys play from the system, yeah, they play some radio edits that are like the hyper edited that I don't even remember. There are words edited out sometimes, and I'm like, "What?" I think, um, from what I know, the music library of that station came from some station in Chicago. That's what C said. So it's like all weird, and like every time I hear something that should be fixed, I tell them, like they were playing "Murder She Wrote" with the little bed in the front of it to talk over, and it doesn't have like the normal Jamaican guy talking before "Murder She Wrote." You know, I know this little girl named Maxie. Like I'm yeah. like, bro, take that out, man. Take well, that gotta, out. You got to start with the real with yeah. the song. How much I do? <laughs> I got for you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, take this out. Did he say? Does he say a girl for you? Girl know. for you. Got for you. <laughs> no, no. It, it, I was. You know what I heard? Um, get money. And it was a clean I'd never heard with them redoing the vocals like that. Were oh, like, I've heard that before. That was. That's not the regular. Promo radio edit though. If they redid the vocal, who do you think? Do you think a Biggie impersonator did it? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they did it. I guess at some point for like when it got bigger. But when that joint was first playing, it was off of the white label on Atlantic, and it was just like muted. The curses were muted. That's it. Um. By the way, I meant to tell you we still haven't spoken about it, but what I wanted to talk to you about is the vinyl market. Is turning up a bit. Yeah. 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 We what do you mean? Laugh. There's beginning to be a market, particularly, and this is where Cypher Sounds could do as well as anybody, particularly in sealed original stuff. Yeah. I've heard, I've been hearing that. I don't have that much sealed though. You have some. Some. You, yeah. You know how I know? Because I have some from you. Yeah. And what, are you gonna a- get, what am I, what do you get at? What am I going to get? 10 grand? To sell 10, what do you mean? 10, that's a, is that bad? 10 grand? It's not bad, but what is it? Is 10 grand monumental? Like, well, if you, if you could just remove, like, for example, one, if site, you have things where you have like six copies of something. Yeah, not sealed. Some sealed. You have two, two or three sealed. Yeah. You could keep one sealed. You could keep none sealed because you just have the one you need to play. Yeah. And then if you get a good price and can can sell them. Well, what's a good price? What's Biggie sealed? <coughs> Which ready um ready to die? Sure, ready to die. Bro, I doubt anyone even 300? has I bet no one even has ready to die sealed. But it, how much you think? Okay, my boy Max told me he sold a reasonable doubt original Rockefeller pressing for a thousand bucks. Right. That's amazing. But I get thou I get a thousand bucks on a regular. That, mm-hmm. that to me it feels like people who never get like a thousand bucks, and all of a sudden you get a thousand bucks for one thing. You're like, yo, this is crazy. All right, but here, like, I, I found. I, mean, I got a thousand bucks yesterday. You know what, what I mean? Like for what? For a comedy show. Yeah, but here's what here's why you're stupid. <laughs> If it's literally straight up extras, like there's no sacrifice. Like you have three of them, bruh. What are what are we doing? Okay, so what? What's extra? How much you think I'll get? Uh, Twenty five thousand. 
I don't know. It depends what you have. We'd have to go through your shit. But that's what I'm saying. We go through all my shit and it ends up I could get twenty five thousand dollars. I'll be pretty tight to get a quick twenty five grand for twenty five thousand is not bad. But does it does is it life changing? For someone's life, not mine. Well, well that's it. We, listen, you're a very impressive, disgraced radio host. I'm just saying, like, well, okay, I got hustle. I got hustle up twenty five thousand. Right, okay, th- let's flip the game then. What's the amount that you go? Okay, now we're talking. Like three hundred grand. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, you're not. <laughs> if you but that's sold- what I'm saying. So, like, I love my record collection. So if I'm, if I'm fuck, bro, I lost it all. I lost it all. And I'm down to my last pennies and I had to sell my record collection. Okay. Now 25 grand is a big deal. But to do, I know a lot of guys, I know a lot of guys that sold their record collection. They're like, ah, whatever. I just sold this guy. He gave me 10 grand. What does that 10 grand really do for you? I know. I do. Listen, a lot of people did that. A lot the thing of, is, I, when you want to get rid of your records and someone's paying you to take them out, the hassle it's hassle free, right? But that ten grand could be gone like that, bro. My stairs to fix my stairs in my house. The cheap option was fifteen k. That was a funny part in Chris Rock special too. What? Oh, Jesus! She said, "I need my roof fixed," <laughs> and he was like, "I got to talk to a contractor for this pussy." <laughs> That was good shit. <laughs> but so, like, my stairs were 15 grand, bro. Yo, it sounds like such a stun right now. It wasn't because the, no, it wasn't. what we what I wanted to do was, like... Too expensive? 40 grand. I said, well, what if you paint this and move this? Oh, that's 15. I'm like, all right, let's do that. <laughs> so I felt I just got an email. They sent me an offer from the hotel for the wedding. They sent me the, the proposal for the brunch on Sunday. Fam. I was like, uh, you didn't do you didn't do anything like that, right? It's for the out of towners. Yeah, did you do one for the out of towners? Yeah, you did at the hotel. Yeah, they want ten thousand dollars for a brunch, bro. Go, I, I know. Come to the comedy cellar. I got you. The brunch there is delicious. Can I? Can I get like a whole room? The main room, the restaurant upstairs. Yeah. You think I could get it? What do I mean? Nobody's there on Sundays. Literally, no one's there on Sundays. What do you mean? When not is it really? Open? Not upstairs. There's a comedy show downstairs for brunch. And but nobody's upstairs. I mean, that's literally your home. So you could literally yeah. be like, "Hey, my man's gonna have brunch in here. Don't worry yeah. about it." How many people, roughly? Like seventy-five, maybe. Yeah, easy. And I'll just go get a bunch of fucking food. Delightful. There's food you know, there. Oh, oh, you mean? Oh, you could actually get the food there. I could get a yeah, there's brunch. There's a brunch menu. It's fucking great. Huh. I'm guessing that would be a cheaper option and still get good food. Cause here's like, the thing. they listed all this shit and I'm like, I don't need a super convoluted. I'm not paying in advance for a super convoluted menu for everyone. Yeah. When you know what those brunches are like, some people are like, Oh, I'm coming by for 10 minutes and we're getting on the road. Like yeah, it's not even exactly. that deep an event. Grab a croissant. Exactly. They they list all the croissants and bagels and everything. Then they get into the entrees. I'm like, what does it cost just to do the bagels and croissants? I don't need brioche fucking nah. toast. You know. Anyways, I may talk to you about that. How far is how far is the cellar's not far from Tribeca, right? Ten minutes? No. Yeah, it's right there. But the thing is, everybody wants it in the fucking hotel too. That's part of. Fuck it. them. Well, but it's for them in this case. <laughs> 
No, because here's the problem. They're all coming with their plus ones, and their plus ones is fucking hungry. <laughs> exactly. If you didn't have a plus one, we wouldn't have this fucking problem. All right, so have fun in Abu Dhabi. I guess. Bring me back a present. Please. All right. Mo's agent just asked me for the flight into Bahrain. What do you mean? What do you mean? I don't know what that means. How would I have it? I don't have it. Are you going to Bahrain? Yeah, one of the shows in in Bahrain. And his agent asked you that? Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. The agent's supposed to send it to me. Bahrain is its own country, huh? What's the capital of Bahrain? Uh-oh. 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 <clears throat> What's that? I, think I got COVID. No, what do you mean? I can't go. I got COVID. Wait, did you just take a test? Is that a positive COVID test? Yeah. Oh, man. You got one of those paper ones where it just checks. Someone just checks you up. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, no. Two lines. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Mo. All right. All right, everyone. Uh, Next week, we'll be back with uh, Rob Swift. If you're a patron, uh, more great patronage coming this week. Go to patreon.com slash Juan Epis Life. This is the month. If you have not been a part of Patreon, this is the month you join us over at patreon.com slash one ep is life. All right. We'll uh, catch you guys soon.